<laughs> All right, welcome back to Suds and Cinema, podcast for good beer and good movies. This is episode number three, and my name is Kyle. My name is Jacob. I'm Josh. Today we're going to be talking Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, also our top ten movies of 2019. going to be huge. Big show Probably a long one. Long one today. All right, well, it's going to be a packed show, so let's get into it. Um, what are we drinking today? I did not pick Josh this one out, it. so Okay, yeah. I picked it up. Yep, we got uh, Decadent Creamery, so Decadent Ales uh, based out of, what do you say, Kyle, Boston? Uh, I believe Boston, Mass. Yeah. Boston, Massachusetts, yep. Um, it's a Goza-style ale, so it is a Goza, Jacob. Nice. Um, so nice. a sour, essentially a sour brew with sea salt and coriander. And then this one is flavored with mango, so we get sitting at a five, eight, ABV, ABV, and we're drinking a, yep, full full tall boy here. One so. pint. All right, boys, ready? Let's crack it. It looks interesting. Oh, it's a glorious sound. Love it. Mm. Never gets old. Tastes like shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yum. I can get down with that. Yum. <laughs> I like it a lot. This looks, the, yeah. Like I love Goza. Very mild Goza. Mm-hmm. Definitely mild. With the, yeah. It's good. And yes, it is pronounced Goza, not Gose or What's whatever the, the people say. Isn't go. there like a German one too for like a yeah, Goose? Uh, yeah, G U E Z E. A little different, but yeah. I'm similar. not too familiar with Gozas are Belgian. Belgian style, but it is pretty good. It's brewed with sea salt, so cor- all of them have salt. I don't know if I taste tons of coriander to me. My, I mean, it's all usually undertones, but yeah, it is very light, delicious though. The mango like kind of cuts yeah. the salt a little bit too. It's good. Mango sorbet is what we got called. So check us out on Untapped to see the picture of it. You won't see it from Josh. You'll see it from Kylan. <laughs> Jacob, right. along with a rating. Every time. Yeah, like I always say. Jacob will definitely always braid it. <laughs> I will. It. Have you seen my beautiful bell curve I got going on there? <laughs> it's like taking shape. Mm. Is it looking like a bell? I'm not quite there. Yeah, yet. check it out. <laughs> uh, where where can I check that out at? What's your handle? My handle is uh, jsal517. That's J-S-A-L-517. Follow me. How many beers are you up to now? I am up to... Distinct beers. Uh, 724 that I've checked in. Perfect. Wow. Kyle's probably up to about 7.4. How many have I checked in? I'll tell you in a second, but let me get this one in here real quick. Um, I'm sitting at 1,347, and you can find me at MRJSAL22 on Untapped. And I'm at the KG Project. Speaking of beer, real quick, exactly I know we're not. This is a little off kilter, but I had a beer from Bell's the other day. Bell. Oh, there we go. To a lo- <laughs> to a locomotive in winter. It was a smoked beer. Oh yeah, very bad. Don't they? Isn't that like a series of yeah, different it's beers? Their, it's their um, Prairie Grass series or something. Yeah, I've had a few from that. Yeah, they're this usually pretty good gross. though. Yes, yeah. they had. They did have a goza, a plum goza on it. Delicious. Yeah, that's the one I had. The, it was called the Dividing Something or another. Oh, Leaves of Grass series. I'm sorry. That's it. Yeah. This one was not the one, so if you ever see Locomotive in winter, unless you like drinking charcoal, then <laughs> stay away from this beer. 
I just don't think but, my palate's up there for like the smoky flavors yet. I'm just not there. Agreed. I just I don't know if I'll ever get I'd be there. interested to try it at least. It's yeah. I mean it's smoky, but we should make a, a location. We got a good, uh, good, uh, good beer from Decade Ales. Good job, boys. Star Wars. Kyle, Rise go, Skywalker. Go this ahead. is the end of an era. Yeah, nine movies. Last, uh, last movie in the Skywalker saga, Episode Nine. Been leading up to this since the seventies. Exactly since Jesus A New Hope, or I guess back then it was just Star Wars, just how I prefer it. Right. But let's. Uh, we haven't talked Star Wars. I mean, this is only Episode Three. Let's. This is a little pre-discussion. Where, um, what's your history with Star Wars? I mean, are we fans? Are we not fans? What's what's going on? I mean, I'll start. Okay. I am a huge fan. Grew up watching the original, you know, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I've seen. I can't even count the amount of times I've seen those three movies. And then you know, was excited. Love actually, you know, when the prequel first came out, Episode One. As a kid, loved it, you know? Yeah, we were in, let's see, it came out in 1999. Yeah. So we were seven. Seven, seven years grade. old. The perfect age range for that <laughs> movie yeah. when it came out. Yeah, that was literally, we were the target demographic for that film. That pod Ooh. racing scene, I, <laughs> I don't game. remember. Even, oh, yeah, the game was, game the game was, was awesome. objective. <laughs> it was objectively good, though. The game was no, good. The game was yeah, great. the game was good. Pod racing scene, I used to remember just watching that scene over and over because I cool. loved it so much. And actually, even some of the effects and stuff they did for that is pretty impressive for 99. Yeah, when you think about it, it came out. Yeah, it wasn't even 2000 yet. Also introduced the worst character of one of the <laughs> worst characters of all pre- movies. Yeah, we pretend he time. never existed. Charge our banks. And then, you know, I feel like of those original prequels, they kind of got better with each one. Oh, yeah, but the they were still... Was, I liked the third one. Yeah. They, Attack of the Clones or whatever. They were still... No, that was uh, Revenge of Sith, right? Yeah. Tiger Clones was number two. Oh, whatever. Yeah. But they're, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> I've rewatched them multiple times since then, and mm-hmm. the writing is embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Honestly, it's embarrassing to watch. And, like, it's funny because if you watch those, you're like, Hayden Christensen must be a terrible actor. But really, he's not that bad of an actor. Just the writing. You can't writing, make yeah. that good. You can't make that good. Yeah. And then we got to force awakens coming out and i was super hyped for that because i mean jj abrams just came off star trek around then which was pretty decent so perfect way to put it yeah and i was already a fan of abrams because of lost i know that's divisive but um did he do alias too yeah so, yeah yeah so i was i was excited for it i it couldn't have been worse than the prequels so right. and it wasn't I was a fan of it. Honestly, it was pretty much a new hope over again, like people were saying, but yeah. that's fine with me. It was new hope with 2000s technology, and it was very, it was a spectacle to watch. And I am on the other side where I say I actually think Last Jedi was better than Force Awakens. And it wasn't because there's so many terrible things about it, like <laughs> so many, like just things that didn't go anywhere and didn't do anything. But I liked how he was trying to do something different with Star Wars. Because Star Wars is not really that great of a story overall. It's just all this nostalgia you have for it. And for the time, it was just something that had never been done. So it just blew up. But 
he was trying to do something different. I really liked how he was just like, oh, they're trying to build up all these important things, keep the Skywalker thing going. And mm-hmm. then he was just like, nope, you're nobody. Nope, we're just going to kill the main bad guy just like that. No big deal. Like, he was just like trying to be different. I respect it for that. And yeah, huge Star Wars fan. Still a huge fan. Still, still, still love it. Fan. Just okay. the nostalgia alone, like, just. <laughs> pulls me forward yeah, okay. i watch all of them except i haven't seen solo so okay, there's that right, so. <laughs> well that movie made no money <laughs> yeah i did like rogue one though okay so that Any was probably TV? my uh, uh i watched the original clone, clone the mandalorian no, no no mandalorian clone wars and rebels okay oh, so yeah. i did not watch much of rebels i watched a little bit even though i've heard a lot of good things about it actually uh clone wars watched the original like five minute mini oh, ones that awesome. were oh, i yeah. loved those the, with the uh st- the same styles it was samurai jack yeah same, yep, jack. same guy yeah, same those guy. were great and they were like five minutes and they made a great story beginning and and then i heard i didn't watch the clone wars either which i also heard was pretty good so that as far as the extended universe i don't follow any of that stuff okay. yeah. except mandalorian i did watch every episode and yeah, I liked Mandalorian. I thought I was really disappointed until about the last two episodes. I was oh, like, really? hmm, that's this is... everybody was like on board with it from episode number one. Yeah, not me. I I mean, it was cool to see it off in a different universe and everything. And like, I liked how it was kind of the, you know, like monster of the week type of story where it's like everything was self-contained. That was kind of cool because you don't see that a lot anymore, mm-hmm. right. but it wasn't doing anything interesting. But until, I mean, I really liked the last two episodes, though. I thought it ended, the last two were the best episodes of the series. I'm super excited for next season now. Then don't sleep on the video games. Star Wars Battlefront. Oh. <laughs> One and two for the Xbox. I heard yeah. two just I'm got... Talking, I'm talking OG. Oh, yeah, those are amazing, yeah. The multiplayer, yeah, that was the best. Yeah, oh, Republic God. Commando. When you got, when you, oh, yeah, I mean, all the, a lot of the video games are pretty... Yeah, pretty well, dope. were and then they were terrible for a long time until yeah. I heard Fallen Order is really good, but I think the Force Unleashed did pretty well. Yeah, one that's the one two. with the red, the kid yeah. with the red head. Yeah, it wasn't. No, know. that's a Fallen Order, the new one. Yeah, I played like, and that one's has critical acclaim. So I want to, I want to get that, but my list on my games are huge <laughs> right now. Yeah. Movies, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Josh. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Jacob and I grew up. Our dad. Loved Star Wars. Oh yeah, so still does. Original. So the four, five, and six, quote unquote, um, watched a lot of it. Um, still, still love the Hoth scene. The Hoth so, fight. quick Galloway, favorite of the original trilogy. Who's first? Anyone? I mean, Empire for me. Empire Strikes Back, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, number four. Oh, New original Hope. OG Star Wars. And uh, I'll get into it. I'll cover it in a second. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> and then I liked uh, Return of the Jedi. was really good, too. But Empire yeah. Strikes Back is still, like, my favorite Star Wars movie I've seen mm-hmm. Okay. so far. And that's probably not even, like, technically great, No, it's pretty impressive. In terms of nostalgia. And, like, like when when you actually look into the I watched, what like, they a, did yeah. and what they had to do to and back in the 70s to get the, to get the effects they did is pretty mind-boggling honestly but yeah crazy yeah that's all i gotta say in star wars i'm a well, star wars fan but i'm not a 
I've only seen the newest one. <laughs> yeah, you should mention that you've only seen, you just watched Oh yeah, Rise I just Skywalker, watched Rise of Skywalker. the only one that you've seen besides the original. And we will get into that. You should definitely. Well, you saw the prequels, but, uh, sorry, of the new, of the new saga yeah. you've only seen. And we're going to get into it, nine. but. You should see six the, and seven, if, yeah. If the one I just saw has any parameter. It was the worst the of the ones three. going to be, I am not excited to watch them. For myself, I used to love Star Wars a lot when I was a kid, because you're a kid, of course. Who doesn't? Of course yeah, you like Star Wars when you're a kid. I bought, I remember buying the VHS set, a three set of the original trilogy, and it was like $40, and I was like, I don't know, however young I was, and it was like a, it was like a huge purchase when I was young, saved up all my money and bought this VHS set, watched those all the time, I remember it was like the, it was like right when they did the remaster, I think, of them, of the original three, anyway, watched those all the time, obviously the prequels come out, and like I said, we're the target demographic for those, so loved those. <laughs> and then you get older, and then I started getting into movies and stuff like that, and was rewatching the prequels, and they really just don't hold up at all. I haven't rewatched them in a long time. Everybody says that three is, you know, okay, it's pretty decent. I like three, but I can't go back to them now. Probably I don't know if I ever will, but I could. Of the, I still could. Of the new saga, Nostalgia strong. <laughs> of the new saga, I remember when the Force Awakens came out. Wasn't excited for it. My family went to see it together uh, Christmas, because that's when it came out. And, um, yeah, I remember thinking it was okay. It was pretty good. Rehash of, uh, of A New Hope. But it was, it felt like Star Wars. And then The Last Jedi came out. And, yeah, I did not like The Last Jedi at all. Um, I do like, though, now, looking back at it, that it was trying to do something different. Because now I'm so sick of Star Wars that, like, I appreciate what the last Jedi was at least trying to do. I'm, I'm interested to see what, how you, why, it, why it's different. Because I guess I haven't even looked into it. Yeah, you gotta watch it. <laughs> you need to watch them. But there's just so many things about it still that's like. Uh, yeah, know. there was a lot of really stupid things, like yeah. the Leia scene. Oh I don't want to spoil. I guess so it's past. Oh no, I mean that's embarrassing that's on my, that's to watch. On me now. Yeah, and the whole fact that they. I guess that gets into no, next Star guess, Wars. I'll go back to okay. that later once we start talking say, about I Star Wars. I don't mind if you spoil it because well, this shelf life, everything. This leads into three. Into one three. of the problems I had with it, so I'll go with that later. So, going into this one, my current stance is I'm fully boycotting Disney. So, we should say that when Josh and I went to see this, we bought tickets to see 1917 and walked into Star Wars yeah. instead. <laughs> so we gave money to 1917. Yeah. That's um, fair. So, yeah. So, yes, we weren't bashing it last episode. Don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, not fond of Disney. Now that we covered that, let's, uh, let's get into thoughts on this. Now, this is still new. What we'll try to do is we'll try to go spoiler-free, and then we'll give a spoiler warning. So, general thoughts, spoiler-free. Who wants to start? I'd be happy to since I started with the... You you saw it technically first of all. Yeah. So, so spoiler free, it was the worst of the new trilogy. So, the 7, 8, 9. Yeah, this is the worst, definitely. Uh, Spectacle. I mean, like, you can't deny the money that goes into these movies. Like, when you watch it, you feel like it's all... It feels pretty real. Everything is crazy except for one glaring thing that was very obvious but spoilers yeah yeah okay. but i mean 
I still had fun. I still watched it. I wasn't bored. It just can it went relentlessly forward almost yeah. to a fault. But yeah, overall I didn't think it was terrible, but it wasn't good. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh this would be hard for you. Cause... It's gonna be hard for me because it was And you had no the, idea what the story was. No story. <laughs> None of the characters. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. They but, undid everything for the last. Yeah, I was anyway, gonna say, so. and <laughs> like I think even going into it, Kyle said that you could probably get away with seeing this one and not really worry about the back. Because honestly, as a stand, care. as a movie, it felt like a standalone movie. Yeah. Like I didn't feel, I never once felt like you were missing. I was like, it. I missed something. Like yeah. it was always, I feel like it was definitely other than character d- development, if there was even such a thing. Um, I feel like that would be the only thing, but other than that, like I like. I found out everything I feel like I needed to just watching that movie and not even watching the previous two. Yeah. They, uh, the only thing you missed, just touching on that before I say anything else, the only thing you missed out on was Ray and Kylo Ren's development over the whole series because they're the only ones Which that is the only consistent development, consistent. yeah. Everybody else that developed characters... Just they, changed they, every, every movie. It's changed. Every movie. Every movie or yeah. they abandoned it. Ray and who? Kylo Ren. Kylo Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. General impressions. I also think it's the worst of these three. Um, Still I, better than prequels. Yeah, I, I hate it. I guess if you look at it as a standalone, like, I almost think that you're in a good place or a better <laughs> place because if you watch it after seeing the first three, it, or even before the prequels or whatever, if you watch this after that, Return of the Jedi, then you see you don't have to because in the first two obviously they don't have Palpatine and he comes back in this that's not a spoiler to say it's everybody knows that it's on the poster poster. Mm -hmm. so in the first two movies they don't have that they don't have him as a villain and then in this movie they introduce him as the villain once again pretty much just to pay fan service so Mm -hmm. it's almost better not watching those movies because you feel chipped yeah you feel like (laughs) just yeah totally ripped off just bringing him back for no reason other than fan service in mm-hmm. this movie. So yeah. none of it, like, as a as a trilogy, it's just awful because it changes. Every movie is so vastly different. Like, they, even though they retreaded a lot of ground from A New Hope in Force Awakens, like I said, it felt like Star Wars. The last Jedi didn't feel like Star Wars, and then they abandoned a lot of things, and they changed a lot of things. And then in this movie, they bring back. They just try oh, to do there's... so much fan service, and they I try have to one... bring back all this nostalgia and everything. Yeah, and don't, like, don't spoil. But yeah, I it just gets. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. I was just confused. So after watching it, and well, I'll delve into this more when we spoil. But I think the name "Rise of Skywalker" yeah. doesn't technically like have anything really to do with the movie. Yeah, we can talk about that. But we're gonna delve um, into it. But I just feel like the title was definitely misleading. Yeah. Slightly. Could be. I mean, that's fine. But we'll talk about it. Are we all, are we done with general impressions? Yeah, I mean, generally didn't really, I mean, it's just from story-wise, literally the only thing propping this movie up is some of the effects and, you know, a few few scenes here and there, um, but not a lot else. 
I mean, I actually me. thought some of the cinematography was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. remember a couple of points like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Like I said, you can definitely tell a lot of money was put in this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not. They can't put. They can't not put a lot of money into it because if it looks worse than the movies that came before it, it's like, you know, it's just a. And they know it's going to make a lot of money. I mean, it's the it's the final episode in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know about moving forward. It did make the least amount in the yeah. opening weekend of the three. Yeah, that's not surprising. But if you're yeah. looking at IMDb ratings, this one is barely higher than Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's stupid. Barely higher. <laughs> that's stupid, though. That's just people are more vocal now. It's That's dumb. There's no that's way. What I'm, not base, I'm just saying. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Phantom Menace is... Was pretty bad. Trash, yeah. But. Is just a bad movie. Like, this is bad because of what it didn't do, and like, but that's just like bad. Nothing, there's nothing good okay. about it. Hopefully, we've covered enough. Uh, generally, get to some spoilers. I have a big problem with the rules of this universe. <laughs> what are the What are the rules? <laughs> what What can sith do what can oh they do whatever God. the story the needs it to thing. do they, kyle <laughs> whatever the story needs it to do everything that star wars has set up in the past 30 years to i don't know for fan service and to appease people and to mm-hmm. try to tie up these loose ends and all this stuff like it made no sense to me i was like i don't know i was just shaking my head at so many things yeah what what it, like what is the force and what like since when can it heal? You know exactly. Since so is that the first a time? A huge it, the plot point in um, the the prequels, the prequels yeah. was the ability to save life and to heal. And that's an evil Sith power. You're yeah, <laughs> supposed to be a Sith to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, they they set up the fact that Sith. Ray is as Sith blood or whatever. Which I don't even know if I don't know how genetically. Maybe She's it makes sense. I don't know. Palpatine. Sure. Whatever. So she has. She's Palpatine's granddaughter, so she can heal. But Kylo Ren also heals. He's not a Sith. He's, I mean, he was trained as a Sith, but. <laughs> I don't know. No, Everybody can He was also trained as a Jedi, though, remember? Yeah, exactly. By like, Luke. But that's what I'm saying. Is so he was needed, he Darth Vader's the movie needed grandson or something? them both to be able to heal. No, uh, yeah. Ben. Leia, because it's Leia and, uh. Han's son. Right. Yeah. So the movie needed them both to be able to heal. And that's not, that's just one aspect of it. The other thing is Palpatine does the same thing. He takes their life force or whatever to heal himself. Oh, yeah. But, but decided to die. stop before he or, got younger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't, they don't, it doesn't kill them. He didn't even get younger. He just, like, grew his fingers back. Yeah. And certain force things, like, there's, like, a certain, now everybody has, like, an energy meter. Like, when your energy meter runs out, you die. What was the midichlorians? Of course. Yeah, Leia, Leia ran out of midichlorians because she, she was force projecting to Ben, and then she just, like, died after that. And the same thing when when he healed Ray, he died. Ben died. In the same older... Same thing with Luke. When he projected himself, he ended up dying because, I guess, so much energy or something like that. It was, just makes no fucking sense. Was that a thing that was ever, like, in the older movies where, like, Using the force tired someone really. I'm sure it uses like a certain yeah because yeah because like, Luke tries to raise the ship true and he, he couldn't do it yeah it took too much energy but yeah. he could barely like raise it out of you know he could barely raise the ship out and in this movie 
<laughs> they're just like pulling ships uh, out of the air. Of, like, they're fighting back and forth with ships, and I mean they they kind of they do that in the prequels a little bit with like Yoda and stuff. But he's supposed to be one of the strongest Jedi ever, and I understand that the that these two are supposed to be super strong, but like just the rules. It's just everything to do with how, moving the plot forward, yeah. new things to move the plot forward, and changing the rules and like. It just none of it makes sense. Oh yeah, there's like so many things. What uh, there's this one point I wanted making what you said. Oh yeah, like for example of how they just literally wanted just to he like J.J. Abrams like okay we need to undo everything the last movie did, and like one of the things I liked a lot about Last Jedi was oh, when they told Rey she was a nobody. She oh, came right. from no one, right. and that was so different in Star Wars because everyone's always it's like these disciples that are all the chosen one and they're always like to do a skywalker they're always to do with somebody from an older movie like to hey look the name is still here love this movie but then like when he was like you're nobody she just like just like luke was nobody you know luke wasn't anybody until anakin you know but anakin wasn't anybody before that so like it was cool that he was like came from nobody she was nobody but now she has these powers that was a cool thing, and literally they discussed that in the uh, Rise of Skywalker. They're like, "You're nobody," because your parents wanted you to be nobody. <laughs> it was like yeah. they literally undid the words that were said in the last one. Like, it just made it from, okay, now she's just okay. Who is she a disciple of? And then we find out, like, yeah, yeah, she's a it was much more interesting to me when she was just no one. And then they set up that at the end of the Last Jedi too, like. That anybody can. Yeah, anybody. Yeah, and I loved that. Loved that moment. Yeah, the yeah. kid pretending. I'm like, that's cool. Like yeah. anybody can have the force now. It's not stuck between these religious like zealots of the Jedi or like these evil side of the Sith. It's like anybody can be a part of it, and that was cool. Like it was like trying to break the mold of just everyone is related to this one person who is super powerful and everyone else is dead, and they literally just undid it in a word. All right, and then something else that really bothered me was uh, Leia. So, oh my god, that was no. See, that was my one of my biggest problems with Last Jedi. If not, that was probably my biggest problem. Like Carrie Fisher died. They knew she was dead. Then they made the movie. They had a perfect moment to do it, and the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen, like literally, literally made me embarrassed. In the theater, watching it happen, I laughed. And multiple people laughed in the audience of her with her little, like, witch fly back to the ship after, the force, she, yeah. <laughs> after she was blown up out of, into space, in space yeah. <laughs> frozen. And I was like, seriously? Like, they could have just killed her there. Like, that would have been poignant. Like, that would have been, like, Game of Thrones killing a main character, like, hit you hard. And then she floated back to the ship <laughs> in the dumbest way possible. And then and then I'm like, okay, now she's in a coma. Maybe then she won't make it, you know. But then she came back at the end of the movie. I'm like, now what are they going to do? And it's exactly as bad as I expected it to be. Like, I get what they want to do. They want to be respectful. If I felt like the movie was hurt by her trying to write lines around what things that they already had recorded for her in The Last Jedi like it sounded everything she said was like one line it was the like oh we should go this way yes my training is going well yeah <laughs> so like, like, what 
<laughs> like, yeah, it was pretty obvious that she and wasn't. The there. lighting was off on top of yeah, her, yeah. and like, and that was actually speaking about like deaths was also a main problem that I had with this movie. Like, okay, last one of the saga. They're hopefully never gonna make any more to do with all the Skywalkers and stuff. Like, this was it, and then they had like that moment with C three PO. Yeah. Which I actually really liked. He was like, turned around, he's like, okay, this is what we have to do, erase everything, my mind from, and that like, really hit me, because like all this, I mean, this movie is just fan service, but like, going thinking back, like I've been watching this movie my whole life, going back, C-3PO is the only actor who's been in every Star Wars movie mm-hmm. of the main nine since the 70s, same guy, oh, yeah. he turns over and says, you know, uh, I just want to take one last look at my friends and then they're going to erase his mind. And then they're like joking about it. like two seconds later, they make a joke about it. And I'm like, he's like this huge character who's supposed to, you're supposed to be in love with. But even then I'm like, okay. And then what do they do? Restore his memory later. In the... Yeah. R2. Cause R2. they, they yeah. put a line in there specifically. They're like, yeah. Oh, well doesn't R2 back up your memory? And oh, he's yeah. like, since he's when? So yeah. And then they back. He backs it up to like a point further back in time. Not but like really not that far. Point, but yeah, really not that far. Which is what one of the things that I had is that the movie just feels like it has no consequences at all, or no. like anything in the universe doesn't have consequences anymore because all you, of the people that in the in the original three, when like you die, you you know if you're a, a Jedi, you can become a Force ghost or whatever, and you can. You know, they talk to him and they interact with him a little bit, but that but that's gone. about it. Like, yeah. guidance a little bit. Everybody in this movie that comes back, like, they can interact with the environment. <laughs> like, wouldn't you want to die then? Because you can't get hurt, but you can still interact with the environment and yeah. just talk oh to everybody and do whatever you want. So, wouldn't death be, like, the whole, like better than anything else? Fuck yeah. That's what it's... I mean, that's the way they portray it, for sure. It's so just... There's no consequences at all. Like, yeah, C-3PO gets his memory back, like... And that moment would have been so better if he didn't. Because then I was like, wow, that's a big thing. Because, like, C-3PO has literally been in every single one. And he even restarted, like, C-3PO, human cyborg relations. Like, from prequel episode, you know, Phantom Menace. I was like, that's cool. That was great. And then they brought back. I'm like, and now you just killed that. And then Chewbacca. He got on the ship. Yeah. Ray (laughs) blew up the ship. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait. I'm like, that's it? That's how Chewie goes, like, and, like, that sucked, but at the same time, that's, like, you know, again, like, a Game of Thrones thing, you're, like, really? You just feel so empty, you're, like, that's it. Chewie's been here since the prequel, like, since the originals, Mm -hmm. and now that's it. He's just, just like that, gone. Nope, he was on another ship that we didn't see. How the heck did they lose that ship? (laughs) Like, when, when did that transporter get there, and who was it carrying then, like... That bothered me so much. Yeah. I'm like, just let them die. And like, this is the last movie. Like, make it. Ugh, it just bothered me so much. Another cringeworthy thing, just while we're at Chewbacca. The medal at the end. Yeah, what oh the hell was that? Oh, my God. You remember that? I know yeah. the medal, but what was it? In A New Hope. Yeah, that was the medal they got. Yeah, Yeah. so in A New Hope, they, they give everybody medals that uh, did the mission, the Death Star mission, except Chewbacca. He didn't get one. And, like, it's been, like, this huge thing in Star Wars, like, ever since that movie came out. Why didn't Chewbacca get a medal? And then get hands him and say, oh, Chewie, by the way, here's a medal. Yeah, we happen to have the same exact medals from... <laughs> so, I think it was, I think, was it Leia's? It, it could have been. Maybe. That makes sense. 
I think it was Leia's. That's what I. That's what I got. Pretty corny, yeah. Yeah, I still. Oh my god. (laughs) Didn't work at all. My turn. Um. Let's see. Do I have anything else that? Well, just on the consequences thing, like yeah, they blow up. Okay, this this will lead into two separate things, but they blow up that planet that they were on, right? That has Carrie Washington on it. I don't know. Carrie Russell. Oh, she's in a movie. Something. Yeah, she's the girl with the. She looks like Daft Punk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. In the suit. yeah. Yes, yeah. in the suit. So they blow her planet up, right? Yeah. And then she. She's com- fine yeah, later. She's fine, like, but she gave away her. That, that she, was the. That so, was her ticket off the planet. Like it made a big point that she worked so hard to get that, yeah, and like exactly. that must. He's never even seen one before, and that's her only way out the planet. Which also that <laughs> plot device right there is just something that's like. Why would why would the Empire or the New First Order have something like that? Because obviously something like that's gonna happen where someone else gets a hold of it. Like, why? Because is that even a the thing? plot needed it, Kyle. Like, what, how, that makes no sense. Like, okay, we're gonna have this huge system. They have their own ships all the time, or like some kind of device they can talk to each other through whatever radio transmissions or however they. Do I mean, it. they did that in the old ones, right? Yeah, to get to just figure out who's boarding or whatever. But no, oh, if we have this little coin and put it in, they, oh, okay, they're good to come on no matter what. No matter what. Doesn't matter what their on. ship looks like. Yeah. Doesn't matter who's on it. Exactly. Just... Anyway, that's size point. So yeah, their planet. She they blow that planet up, and she she gives away that coin, and then she shows up later in the movie. She's totally fine. It's like, how'd she get off the planet? no consequences to anything okay so like i said that leads into two things the other thing is how they blew up the planet right so apparently every star destroyer has a cannon that can blow up the planet yep now exactly so they're they're basically just saying oh yeah this is only a few years after the original trilogy where they made it this huge deal like we have to build this the death star is the this can destroy planets like, why would they even build something, the Death Star, if they can just add these guns to right. every Star Destroyer and destroy it? kind of like iPhones, you know, that was it the cell the phone, thing. original cell phone, and now we have iPhones and Androids, you know. They're a lot smaller, and then, but you like, can fit more technology they zapped in it. it. Right? it zapped like two or three times, and then all of a sudden, the middle of the planet just blows up, like a huge explosion. I'm like, yeah. what combusted that? Like The core. Yeah, my core. <laughs> yeah, it like anyway, literally they, went, like blew up. They blew the planet, and like they had this, and even in it makes even less sense because in episode seven they built a massive thing called the Star Destroyer. What was that thing called? I don't Star remember. Killer Base. Yeah, that's it. They built the Star Killer Base, which was meant to destroy planets. Also, when or, all they had to do is apparently get what a couple. <laughs> and this, it, they also built. Um, what's it? What's the planet called again? I can't. Ex- Eczema. 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 <laughs> whatever. Exeger. Exeger. Something yeah. like that. They're on this planet. It was either like, Exma or Psoriasis, one of those. How many people are there? How many people are there to help to build this fleet? The I mean, if you saw the Sith at the end when they all show up out of nowhere. Yeah, where were they from? Those, yeah. What, are those all Sith? And why aren't they and trying to fight? I didn't get that either, how there were so many like Sith. So it's like... I always thought the Sith were just evil Jedi. Is the Sith just like a religion that people follow, and then the the Sith lords are the ones that are like the evil Jedi? You know who doesn't care? Abrams <laughs> and Chris Terrio. And Chris Terrio. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah, there's just a stadium full of Sith, like out of nowhere. Yeah, like, they've been waiting for Rey to get there the whole time. They're like, she will be here now. Like, yeah, and like I don't know, maybe we've been they waiting centuries. Built the ships because 
shit. Like, that would have taken forever. <laughs> and they just rise up out of the ground like all these ships do. It's so ridiculous. Another big problem I had was, like, the relationship they tried to force between the three main characters, Finn, Poe, and Rey. That was never built up. I mean, like, Finn and Rey... They meant, you know, Force Awakens. They had kind of a little romance thing going, I guess. Yeah. I mean, definitely it seemed did. like... No. Oh. Definitely seemed like Finn liked Ray. Yeah. Oh, Poe I, was, I was thinking uh, Poe, I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they kind of had like a romance thing too. Just he thought he was cool because he's flying. But then in, you know, Last Jedi, I mean, Finn and Ray almost never even talk. Yeah, because they're all split up. Yeah, they're like Jedi. split up the whole movie. And then all of a sudden, in this last one, they're all together. And even in The Last Jedi, there's a whole romance thing between Finn and Rose, who was barely in this movie. Yeah, because everybody... They, hated her. Hated her, so they just cut They're her just out. like, okay, we're going to put her in five minutes of so screen time. And new girl, like, that... I mean, they don't really have, like, a romance thing going on, but they pair They try. It feels her. like it, yeah. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah. That, that like, Asian? Chick? No, that's Rose. Oh she yeah, the, she was the one who was like the love interest of Finn. Like, she the was girl like that they meet on the plane. Uh, the girl that they meet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the other, the other yeah. stormtrooper people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are still shooting bow and arrow at right horseback. Yeah, they shot a bow into a like a yeah she ship. Sh- she <laughs> shot one of those like a a guy, a, <laughs> yeah. guy in a jetpack. Oh, that's what flying it was. Flying as fast as hell, <laughs> and she's like, "Yup, I can fucking hit him." But yet yeah, they're all. You know, previous stormtroopers who can't shoot at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yet they have all perfect aim like, every shot they shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. With a bow. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Lasers, <laughs> forget about it. Yeah, but bow, you know. And then Finn can use a lightsaber, too, which that's a whole different thing, but... That was, you know, it's an elegant weapon that only Jedi can use because other people would cut their legs off of stuff because you need the force to be able to control something like that. But yet Finn can just, oh, I guess he is force sensitive now. I don't know. <laughs> my biggest gripe and my what I took most of it, it was the writing and the dialogue is just so god awful. Say your favorite line. Oh, my goodness. When that one guy goes, I am the spy. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that was not as bad. There's okay, like yeah, six so of them. He was General really Hux, bad, yeah. He was terrible in the last General movie. Hux was bad. And he was bad in this movie. And then he's like, I don't know why they wanted to redeem him somehow or something, but like, he just really wanted to get after Kyle, or he really wanted Kyle Ren to fail or whatever. And it was just so, yeah. It was, it was like, so shoehorned in. Yeah, because they built him up like as basically like the secondhand man to. to and he's like, Kylo shoot me Ren. in the arm. And then he shoots Finn him shoots him in the leg. leg. Yeah. For whatever reason, and then he, he goes to the thing. He goes, Blasting "Yeah, they do the thing. They like took made me do whatever. Take me to the ship, or take them to the ship." And then he goes, "Get a hold of whoever. We found our spy. He just knows like, right away oh that he's God. a spy. Yeah. In like one sentence, literally one sentence. And then um, the other one. <laughs> what was the other one? Space oh my goodness! When when they all the uh, people come the from other planets to help the resistance or whatever. Yeah. The first, like one of the first lines, this chick goes, "Take that sky trash!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, this movie is god off." I fell asleep three times during that movie. Well, it was so bad. All the talk of hope and love and all that. Yeah, it was. It was super cheesy. Yeah, and then like yeah. Finn, if you watch him, every time he ran with a gun, he's like fully extended arm like he's like 
I wish I wish like watching the movie and you'll be his like oh, he's they, so like limp with the gun and they then do that like, like hold it by their hip and shoot no he was like fully too. extended like broken wrist and everything and then then it. he's like literally <laughs> jumping like if you watch five times he jumps over something with a little stupid bunny hop like I was like <laughs> I was thought it was like a joke so I literally write in my notes I need to see a montage of how many times Finn does a little bunny hop over something. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's, I mean, oh my goodness! I, I no, they did it at least five or six times, like for yeah. no reason. Um, another thing, um, I didn't understand the, and this probably was explained before, but when Kylo and Ray, or whatever her name is, Ray, mm-hmm. could like fight, but he didn't know where she was. Oh yeah. They, okay. They're like he's like, where story. are you? They that, but like, they did it a lot in the last. But story. how can you fight somebody? potentially kill them but not know where they are the things that the rules that they just abandoned is because in the last movie they introduced this like force projection thing where even though you're not there like you can interact with physical objects or something it's just like luke versus kylo fought kylo but it was just a force projection of him and then he ended up which you know another problem here it's like okay so his x-wing did still work why didn't he just fly over there and actually be there to help him so he wouldn't have died Luke. by using up all his energy to project himself across space? Luke, you're saying? Yeah. 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 Like he could have fl- flew there. Like his X-wing clearly that still whole worked. Scene. So she steals Kylo's. She heals Kylo. Flies off with his ship. Lands on that island. Decides to burn it, it for whatever reason. Starts it on fire and then literally has a pile of twigs basically and it's like Stop. throwing twigs onto this fire i need this fire to be bigger i'm like you, i think the fire is big enough how did she start the fire and then and then mark hamill's entire scene was horrible his acting was so bad oh yeah he was pretty bad oh my god he like caught it he goes lightsabers aren't for destroying or something or there's more respect than that it literally in the beginning of last jedi when she hands it to him he tosses it over his shoulder and yeah <laughs> that's why that scene was in there because everyone was so pissed about in the whole force projection thing like, so, like everything in this movie like why wouldn't you die then written in to appease fans who were mad about last jedi yeah, which is why last jedi is my favorite it disjoints the whole movie because there's not like one clear vision they're like okay this is the basic story we want to want to bring back Palpatine to make everybody happy and then oh we got to work in all these things to fix all those problems that apparently the last jedi brought up which the, wouldn't even be yeah. problems if you just ignored the dialogue like the last jedi is one of the horrible. highest critically acclaimed star wars movies there are yeah see i it is my favorite this which one? three last jedi oh yeah i liked it there was horrid parts in it like the layout part which and part? yeah those kind of things but it was trying to be different and I respect it. Whereas Force Awakens was literally just, hey, look, let me show you all the things you're familiar with. Let me literally start in Tatooine. Like, oh, yeah. She which goes, is where the old one Ray started. Skywalker. Skywalker. <laughs> and that old, like, there's, so, there's no one around and there's the this name, old lady. Yeah. What that's the think? whole thing. The Rise of Skywalker is literally the only thing. Scene to scene of fan service. I think the name of the movie would have worked if, as long as it was made about... Well, I guess Kylo. Yeah, more about because he's ben. actually I mean, he's like a, a Skywalker. Skywalker yeah. Also, like, and he has a redemptive arc in the film. So I mean, the title made sense, like, if they focus on him. But then she comes back and says, "Oh, Skywalker," because she sees, you know, Luke, Luke and Leia, Leia standing there, and they both trade which, her. Which huge missed opportunity. They should have definitely brought in everybody. 
right then. Like they, they already did voices. fan service after fan service. I want to see like get up. I want to see Hayden Christensen over there. I want to see like yeah, they did the Yoda over they did there. The yeah, you could hear Hayden Christian. I'm like, why didn't they show them at the end? Just show them all. Like, just get it out there. You yeah. know. Samuel I want Jackson would have wanted twenty million just to show up for ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. But, well, they didn't have to show Mace, but they could have at least showed the Skywalkers, Skywalkers. and Yoda. Yeah. I don't think they should have showed them. I think they should have showed her parents, and she should have said. But they Palpatine. did. They have. They didn't have the Force. Well, it skipped them. True, yeah. but they were nobody. Uh, doesn't doesn't Han show up to Ben? Yeah. He was that never, Han was and then how did no? How I he thought he didn't show up. That was just. Uh, because that scene, wasn't that like word for word what he said during, uh, that wasn't Last Jedi, when he, was that when he, he killed him? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So that was that was the same exact dialogue. But instead of right. like him killing, it's like, I know what you have to do. Instead of, he's like, okay. And he does it and kills him. He This time he does the opposite and throws it. I actually really like that scene. Mm-hmm. But it was the same lines. So I don't think Han actually came to him. I think he was just making a different choice he was like realizing he made the wrong choice then and he should have followed off and threw it away like he did this time yeah this thought dial the dialogue was just so cringeworthy they didn't didn't have to appear as force ghosts but maybe she could have like pictured them or something but anyway i still think she should have said ray palpatine because the whole she's She's a Palpatine, and she, she's not a Skywalker at all. Not yeah. that she, not that it's literally who she is, but that she's saying it's not the name. Yeah, she's it's not, not Skywalker the name at all. Defines her. Rise of the Skywalker, and she's not even a Skywalker. Yeah, why'd they have to kill off <laughs> Kylo at the end there? I thought that was dumb, because uh, he, because he can't. And then why they kiss? And she didn't die three times. Uh, she heals like they? two or three. Yeah. She heals two or three people, and like she doesn't yeah. die, but he it's heals her cheesy. once and he dies. Yeah, because there's nothing like. The whole time, like, there's no, and did she there's die? No, none of that feeling, like, that they are, like, that they. There is a connected. certain feeling, like well, tension says, in Last Jedi. I feel like that he's trying to create. He says in it that uh, you could, I, you could have had, or I could have had you, or something. But that was in he that was movie. talking about like. No, he meant on his side because yeah, he asked her to like join him. him. He's been trying to get her to oh. his side like ever since the Last Jedi. I thought they were like. No, they, I mean there was like a impliedness i guess during last jedi but then there was nothing during this and all of a sudden they just kiss at the end and then he dies i'm like okay (laughs) like cool i don't even know why like why did she die and like she didn't get hurt she just had lightsabers that were blocking old boy she was using the force her energy bar ran out they all have little energy then he gave then he gave her the rest all his energy bar yeah basically yeah Okay. He, well, sure. he healed her, and then she came back, and, and he was able to kiss and then die. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Also, you said about Hayden Christensen not being a good actor. Adam Driver, great actor, horrible in this movie. I thought his okay. Oh, he was horrible. Are we gonna go into things we do like about the movie? <laughs> I there's stuff was. Fine. I can name I can name it in one one two words. Special effects. All Only right. good thing about the movie. I actually liked uh, Kylo's arc in this movie mm-hmm. i i mean even throughout the series he kind of had the only like consistent thing that was kind of moving forward i guess what like, about she the, could give him a actual turn though like i agree his arc is good but how they handled his turn it was fast because of han solo yeah, like that no because leia just just says ben and then yeah and then he's like it was okay. super fast and then he's like he yeah yeah you know you're right yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. I thought that was pretty dumb, but I do like that he, I do like his arc overall. Like I thought that I was okay. Like yeah. It was fast, which was another problem with this. The pacing was terrible. Yeah. It was just just move like we need to find this thing so we can find this thing so we can find this thing so we can get to this place. Yeah. But then it's like Kylo already went to the emperor at the beginning i don't know it's like why did he then need the he wayfinder able, again? he crushed that thing but then the her, second wayfinder then her Those setting the too so, the so wayfinders what, why does that even exist why does that even exist it's called why like and why, Sith wayfinder. why is there only two <laughs> how did like, the rest of them get there why was one of the death star yeah and why was one in that rant one like was in yeah because that's where palty like they go to his throne room or whatever and like that's where it is but it's still just it's so weird to even have them in the first place. Then he like crushes it. Kylo crushes it, but then she like sets the whole thing on fire. That's like. But then it's okay. Right. It's perfectly it's fine. In a box. It's yeah. sealed. <laughs> Which like they show it plugged but in. But I thought those sticks would cause such a big fire. Hey, I have like so much respect for the you know the well buildness of all the ships when the X wing can sit on her water for however many years. <laughs> yeah. Didn't just get up and fly. <laughs> One in the desert. It's been there how long? I don't know. Turn it on. Get those converters going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good to they go. Said, they said the word converters probably 30 times. Yeah. How are those converters going? <laughs> oh, man. We got a, we got a fried converter. They said uh, that so many times. I could tell you the like... one. Yeah. I mean, I, I did like, I mean, I, I was a sucker for the fan service and stuff. Like when even the stupid part with Luke lifting the X-Wing out just brought me back to yeah. New Hope. Or, was it New Hope? Yeah, when he couldn't lift it out, and that was like a full circle. Oh, no, Dagobah? No, that's not. That's, no, that's Return Empire. of Jedi. Return of Jedi? Really? I, so. I don't know. I've seen them all so many times that it, they just kind of blend together. Uh, it's <laughs> the one when Yoda one, pulls it out? It's yeah. Either, it's, it's New Hope. Five or six. No, because no, by the time he was when in he Last Jedi, he was already strong. It was New Hope. Because that's when he Hope. first meets Yoda. Yeah, and Yoda pulls it out, right? And he's training, and that's when he goes fight Vader and loses his hand the first time. Not, but okay. I think so. I think I think it might because he was already it, good with the force by Last Yoda. Jedi. Yeah, because it, 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 that's when he meets Yoda is when it's because he know. meets Jabba the Hutt at the beginning. Empire, it's definitely Empire. It's Empire, not Last Jedi though. Either way, or I mean, not Return of Jedi. No, <laughs> sorry. No, all the so names can't blend. He's the move that. They introduce Luke in Return of the Jedi at Jabba's palace, and he's already like a badass. Yeah, he's already a badass. Yeah, which is Empire. Badass in New Hope. The only thing he's good at in New Hope is is being a fighter pilot. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, there we go. (laughs) So it goes back full circle to Empire. So terrible. When it was, it is cheesy as heck, but like, (laughs) but I just thought, I don't know. I was a sucker for a lot of the fan service just because. That was the best yeah. part of the movie were those parts, but really that's also the problem with the movie is that's the only good thing about the movie is the nostalgia bombs that it does. And from... I've lost all nostalgia, so a lot of that stuff yeah, I, I ended up I hating. didn't get anything. Like... I felt nothing for this movie at all. Nothing. Yeah, I didn't feel I didn't feel any character development. I didn't feel any connections to anybody because like Finn bounced around between Ray and Old Girl and Rose and then... Poe was like hitting on Carrie Russell's character and 
yeah. and he like wasn't. And then like where did I don't know where Poe was just supposed to be kind of like Han in this pa- one. Poe literally, I thought, but he's a bad version yeah, like, of Han. Acted like Han Solo. Yeah, like they so they promote him in these in this movie apparently to general and even though last movie they were taught what happened to <laughs> no, <laughs> never mind but then Finn becomes <laughs> they literally demoted so him they demoted him then like yeah. Finn was like when when he was flying Finn was a general because Paul was like okay general no they were both general they both they both were general because they're yeah. like general general oh yeah. my yeah. god <laughs> it's Special That's what I was saying about the whole forcing the relationship between those three. Where it's because like even at, who was it? Who Poe asked um, Carl Weather? No, I'm kidding. Who's the Lando? Lando. Lando. And he was like, was "How did you too. guys do it?" He's like, "We just you know did what we, we had did. Each, we had each, we other. had each other. Even though I'm like, what did he? He wasn't that." big in the old movies but oh. compared to like leia luke and, and then han but Ro- rose whoever but he's like the only one left I'm whatever the the girl i the one the bow and arrow chick when he was like um oh, yeah, he was she was like how do you how do you know they're broadcasting and he goes it's a feeling i was like oh <laughs> my god and like this movie's so bad that's why i was wondering so what was the thing that finn was trying to say before he got pulled in the wire I, under the that sand like oh, i was thought said did i ever say no i thought he was gonna say like confess his love for ray well, i never heard him say it which was weird because I, I thought he did say yeah right oh, before so he he, he said like something like he's like you know I, have something, or, I never I, told you oh i never told you and then no never, yeah no i heard that i'm saying he never oh no he never finished it. no lot. because okay, poe so asked him again when they were about to get shot this because i've heard this talked about a lot where is everybody getting the conclusion that it's not i love you it's, it's something else. They thought it was going to be, I can like, that he's something about him being force sensitive also. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, I, and I'm like, where did that come from? About, like, I yeah. have the feeling or whatever. Like, they're trying to cue in on that, but it's so vague. vague like, yeah. they don't. I don't know how anybody pulled that yeah, out of they, it, but I've heard that exactly. too. And I'm like, oh, I thought he was just going to confess his love to Ray because that seemed like the obvious thing because that was built up the whole Force Awakens it movie. It would more sense because he totally friend zones Rose in this movie. He's like, yeah, he pats her on he the back. Like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> they kiss at the end of the last one and this one he's like, okay, good luck. Yeah. Okay, good luck. See ya. <laughs> I was going to ask uh, the amount of puppetry used. Like they go way heavy on puppetry instead of CG. CGI for like the creatures and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's trying to come ages, full circle. It always ages better, Way better, like, yeah. Yeah. Because like some of them look good, and then some of them looked like they were Puppets. from the 70s. I think so it was yeah. like an homage I mean, to you, the you, right. like, That's what I'm saying, though. You can always tell that they're... You're always going to be able to tell that they're puppets, but some of them still look better than others. And mm. then... That's honestly been a problem of mine, and I... Like, in a lot of the things, like, all the technology still looking like 70s technology. I the same thing. Like, the binoculars, like, still looking terrible quality, because... That's all they could do when they like, recorded them. And it was like yeah. trying. And I get it's like, again, it's a call. It makes more sense on the Millennium Falcon because it's the same ship. Yeah. But like all technology, even in the Mandalorian going to that, it just, I'm like, I wish they could just, I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be Star Wars if they didn't keep all that. Yeah, I just think it has to do with the, like paying a tribute to. Yeah. Yeah, they keep it the all. Another fan service. stands out really as being out of place. The all the effects and stuff like that, like you say, we're like we always said we're good, but <laughs> what about the what about the recreations 
I thought Mark Hamill looked okay. Okay, Mark and Hamill, like, when it showed Leia, him, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Leia, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she looked like a doll. I, I mean, she looked horrible in Rogue One also, though, at yeah. the end. Yeah. So. Oh, and yeah, that was like, but, that, but in Rogue One, they did it terribly because in the ship, the rebel ship, is all white and like it has to be like really well lit. So like they only showed her like, what, two seconds maybe. And then in this one, they had an opportunity because part, part of her face was covered with the helmet. And yeah. And it started with a mask and it was really dark and like, shadowy and stuff and it still looked really bad why didn't they use like we have like deep fake and stuff like technology that can look like crazy good that would look looked dope yeah like i mean that was, all that was like a whole different thing but um, well, that was also de-aging they didn't do the 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 luke and leia that we saw in the flashback were full cg cg yeah which oh, I see what you're but they could have easily done a deep fake and just with the money they had it could, it would have looked better yeah i don't know why they just didn't do well, that well it's probably because of mark hamill's was maybe a de-aging i don't know i think oh, there was just so. a whole cg oh, right. face yeah, and body and everything yeah we could look into it, but, but Luke yeah, looked good, Luke looked good. Leia was, like, Leia was hor- yeah. horrendous. It looked like an Xbox One game. Again, like her putting her into the movie too looked really bad. Like the lighting did not match the scene, and like but, I'm well, like, I mean, she's pretty much. I mean, yeah. Every time, like she handed stuff to people, and it's like these weird hands that like don't fit at all. I guess I didn't notice. I didn't look for that. They, but, but yeah, they tried to really like keep her as. Yeah. as little as possible talk as little well, as possible well because she only had like probably 50 lines they had recorded and they yeah. just had to fit the entire scene to those yeah, lines well, just and out. it was terrible yeah. it's like yes I wish Ben was safe Yeah. yes yeah. me too Leia ah, yeah. you're so wise why does she always say that stuff <laughs> it was, why does she say that it was so that was so bad they should have just killed her off and the last one it would have May, it would have made this really movie better, that, yeah. I mean, she really is not integral to anything. But they, why does she? Then why does she disappear too? Because she had the force. She's force sensitive. I know, but why was she like her body was there for so long? And That's then as soon as Ben disappears, she disappears. Yeah, I was gonna bring it up. Is I think that she was like supposedly giving like some of her Powers energy or something, to and then ben, eventually like, the she ran out. Up until like he died. Then he got thrown into that pit and then got back. Could he fly too? Who? Like he gets like the Palpatine oh. shoves oh. him. Oh, he's like climbing off. up. So he, he might have caught on. Yeah, it's a huge they hole. It, they don't show it. Like yeah, it looks like, like <laughs> there's no end in sight. Like he's dead, dog. And yeah, then... which is a weird line for Palpatine to say because he's like, "I was falling forever. I want you to fall too, or something." Yeah, the line, like, the right. The Chris Terrio got threw over, and then he he shoves him down the hole or whatever, but. There's no guarantee that he's gonna be falling because he's all bloody. He was like bloodied up and like he climbs back out. He like like, she was all bloodied up and she blew up all the ships and stuff, but he couldn't just like shock them to death. Being the most powerful Sith, like doesn't take. And then she can she used lightning one time. Yeah, and then never did it again either. Well, because she doesn't want that's a Sith power, and she's trying to be a Jedi. Yeah, that was just to show like. To reinforce that she is comes from she got mad so that came out yeah because palpatine i believe in the lore was the first one to be able to turn it to lightning but i'm not for him or city or whatever the guy oh, the same person darcidius yeah yeah so i think it was him then who yeah. invented the lightning so i don't know again i'm not into the deep lore and everything 10 out of 10 <laughs> yeah the movie yeah uh stars do we have any other thoughts like please no no nope. like talking about We've been it. talking about it for a while. Yeah, about a good amount of time, yeah.
Um, star ratings, Jacob? Pretty sure I, I, I don't remember what I wrote on Letterboxd. Pretty sure I gave it a three, though. Three out of five. Yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, nostalgia glasses are okay. hard here. Okay. I'm going to, I still. No, no judging here. Soft. <laughs> on your scale, a very, very soft two and a half. If I was going to rate it, Damn. probably like a 48. Wow. Okay, I said. Was, I thought it was honestly a trash movie, to be honest with you. Dang. The only thing good, like I said, was special effects. That's if the special effects were slightly under. That's two and a half. I said soft two and a half. I'm going two. Dang. It was a horrible movie. <laughs> it's a horrible movie. That's. Fair. I fell asleep three times. I couldn't tell you last time I fell asleep during a movie. It was. I, I'm wondering why you're going so high on it. Three. Dude, no. Oh. Two and a half boy over here who hated it. It's soft two and a half. Hey, don't change it. I'm saying just get on. In terms of special effects, like it was, it was. On the okay rewatch, watch. I'll probably give it yeah four. I will you know? never watch it. <laughs> I'm I might watch it again if I decide to watch all nine. All right, top ten 2019. Let's see. We'll go like one. Uh, so we're gonna 10, do 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9. Exactly 10, 10, all 10, right. 9, 9, 9, all the way up to one. Are you starting? Randomize it. Random. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you have it. <laughs> All right, top 10, 2019. My number 10 is Midsummer. Hmm. Directed by Ari Aster. It's on a hot streak. Hereditary was amazing. I love Midsummer. Not as much as Hereditary, but just think that it's, I mean, it's gorgeous to look at. Super well shot. Um, as far as we're just talking about bad character development, I mean, I think the journey that Florence Pugh goes on in the movie is... Pretty well done and great. Creepy, I think her character was great. One of the great. best, one of the most memorable scenes of the year, if not one, if not the most memorable scene of the year, is in Midsummer. Which one was that? I was gonna say because we very, all watched very it. Bright white rocks. Oh yeah, <laughs> people amazing. Oh, oh that was yeah. so cool. That was Ooh, gro- gross. Gross. That was movie. Of the first I loved of the it year. though. I I mean, there were so many scenes in that movie I really liked. Yeah. yeah, just something that's gonna stick with me, and can't wait to rewatch it. I've only watched it once, but I think hey, I, I bought it. We could all watch it's it. Together. A, I, I think I could end up bumping it up some more. My number ten is I just watched it. Is the souvenir by Joanna Hogg. It's a I did not watch that one. I think did really I good, very good movie. Kyle and I actually, I think just both. Oh, you never finished it. Couldn't finish it. <laughs> I wanted to squeeze it in. I'll go over. We'll go over the movies that I that I didn't see that I think might make my list. Oh, that that is finish. on my list. So yeah. I didn't watch it either. Souvenir, really good. Um, set in the eighties, without that cliche eighties. That is huge vibe, right now. Yeah. Which I love. I'm a huge sucker for Stranger 80s Things and all those. Stranger oh, Things, yeah. um, Baby Driver. I think was technically Ooh, like Baby Driver. Kind of in the eighties. Mm, so. It had like an eighties cover, eighties feel. I love yeah, Baby Driver. Take like a tone with it, yeah. but without the setting. But definitely, Stranger Things is in the '80s realm, and that's I I I'm a huge sucker for the '80s. But this is in the '80s. You can tell because the way they dress, and it has also like a slight grain, which I love. But um, it definitely does not feel like a '80s movie. So, really good, very good movie. I haven't seen it yet. My turn? You're up. All right. My number 10 is Beach Bum. I mean, like, 
had a lot of big actors in this movie, yeah. surprisingly, and they all just kind of had like scenes. You are well, ad- well against the curve. Yeah, but that's okay. So I am not comedy is my least favorite oh, genre. Yeah. I think. Yeah, comedy is probably my least favorite genre. Oh, so yeah. like something that stand if it, something can stand out to me in that kind of area, it, it deserves to be in my top ten. So. For one, it was beautifully shot. Like there were so many scenes in that movie that I just loved. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, I really like. I mean, the last I think the last movie I saw with him was Mud, which I liked. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was funny. There were some parts that were a little cheesy, but I don't mm. know. I just I don't want to like go too much if you want to watch it or anything, but. Yeah, I mean, I, Spring Breakers was pretty cheesy. Too. Oh, I liked Spring Breakers too, but I think I, didn't like either. I think it was. You probably wouldn't like. Our I think it was advertised cool. dumbly for Spring Breakers, but the movie was way better than what it was advertised. And this one was also one for me that I didn't wasn't interested in until I. I'm like, I gotta watch it, and I I liked it a lot. Yeah, so number ten. Interesting number ten. All right, number nine, Dragged Across Concrete, S. Craig Zoller film. Uh, loved Bone Tomahawk, so and uh, loved Bone uh, Brolin Selvak uh, '93 or '99, whatever it was. Anyway, so I was really excited for this. Uh, it was made, I believe, in 18, either filmed 18, in 2017, yeah. 2017 or 2018, but it was released. Um, it sat for a long time, didn't get released until 2019. So it is a 2019 movie. So I have it on here. Uh, two cops, Vince Vaughn, Mel Gibson. Um, kind of a slow slower burn movie as most of his movies are if you've seen them but uh flashes of ultra violence um some people have some other problems with the film but i didn't really get those vibes from it Uh, you'll have to watch to see what i'm talking about but it's good um definitely a fan of his and can't wait to see what he does next um number nine i have nightingale jennifer kent nice We already talked about. <laughs> we already talked about it last episode, so I guess I don't really need to delve into it much more. Yeah, the more I thought, this was the one I, was almost didn't make the top ten. But one of the more I thought about it, the more I read about it, it was I I ended up appreciating it more. So I liked it. Yeah, you know, my I already said I liked that in the last one. I was really a big fan of it. Um, my number nine was Midsummer, so. Again, Hereditary is one of my favorite horror movies I've ever seen. So I was insanely excited for Midsummer, and it didn't disappoint me. It wasn't as good as Hereditary. Again, something we we already talked about, and Kyle just talked about it. But yeah, great movie. I'm super excited for whatever he has next. Ari Aster. Yeah. All right, number eight. My number eight is Little Women, directed Ooh. by Greta Gerwig. Um, <sighs> yeah, coming off of Lady Bird, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like her and her style, and she's worked with Noah Baumbach too, who might come up later in this show. <laughs> Quite um, possibly. Yeah, just their vibe and and you know how how she crafts her movies and I mean it was it's a story that you read the synopsis for and you're like wow this really sounds uninteresting but even you watching watch the trailers it and it's just like flies by, never bored. Um, everybody just has good chemistry in the movie. I mean. Yeah, everything about it was, was really well done, so... I mean, all the actresses are good in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a fan of, like, all of them. Yeah, none of the acting stood out, I mean, as, as 
there's not there's more acting out, in, yeah. in the movie at all. Um, yeah, just yeah, really, really liked it, and can't wait to rewatch that one. That's also I still that's on my list still. Yeah, it's probably would have made this list if I had time to watch it. That's yeah, so list. like I said, if you guys want to list some films that you didn't get a chance to see that you think of made made the list at the end, then yeah, we make can sure we cover it. that too. That way. yeah. So that was number eight. Okay, my number eight is Us. Oh. Ooh. Jordan Peele. Controversial. Controversial to us. To mm-hmm. me. Correct. To us. <laughs> yeah. And Pun intended. As it is, people like it. And it's I liked it. I did like it. Not, it was another one that I had to like really think about and look into it. It's also one that I didn't realize was 2019. And I did enjoy it when I watched it. Yeah, it came out early. But time. I do mm-hmm. want to watch it. I definitely want to watch it again. I yeah, I guess I should watch it. We again. should all watch it again. So I like I I loved Get Out. So yeah, like I was extremely excited for us, but then I felt like he was like in himself. He was like, Yeah, I'm awesome now. I make a great movies. And there was just like there was tons of like imagery, there was like tons of stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't mean anything. He's just like putting these scenes in here so people think he has deeper meaning for all these things, but it like it's just weird to be weird. It's kinda like the yeah, whole problem I had. Like at the reveals in that movie I yeah like, yeah so ridiculous. i don't again it was shot beautifully like it oh, definitely yeah, looked beautiful like it was acted well and like nothing i didn't have like it's just like i felt like he was pretentious in this one like he he was feeling himself too much for this Same movie cinematographer is i'm favorite. i am super excited what is that antebellum that's coming out yeah from the producer he, yeah he didn't direct it yeah. yeah he's producing it so i'm excited so. for that movie but I us I thought was way worse than Get Out. To say way worse is yeah slightly. Moving on, I have your eight, The Farewell. Ooh, that's another I, list one. Lulu Wing. And yeah, I really don't have too much bad to say about this movie. Uh, it was well acted, well written, and I really, really liked kind of the new new thought that I never really been a part of before so like being in like the medical field you know you know like all these things that you have to tell you like the reason you tell people that they have this illness and i don't know am i allowed to do spoilers for these if you guys haven't seen it because i don't want to like ruin it can you spoil it for a while i don't know i feel like i know a little bit about all right it. well basically like yeah the grandma has cancer and the family yeah. doesn't tell her so yeah, that's I think that's the basic and like yeah, I think you could that. the yeah. reasoning behind that is because like in Chinese culture apparently uh, they people die when they find out that they have something like that so like the grandma has cancer and nobody tells her which seems so like off for me because like you want to tell people in Western culture because you want them to have time to do the things that they didn't get to do before they don't can't do them. You want them to be able to say goodbye to everyone because they're not going to have time to, you know, if you don't tell them as soon as possible. But in this one, they're just like, no, we're not going to tell her because that's when you die because then you give up because you have no outlook, you have no future. And that was just like a new thought process to me. And I think Aquafina, she won the Golden Globe for this. She was great in it. I don't Is it really. Aquafina? Yeah, her name's Aquafina. Yeah. <laughs> Spelled even weirder than than it sounds, yeah. But she was great in it. Yeah, I really don't have too much bad to say. Pacing was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. My number seven is The Irishman. Marty Scorsese's new movie. 
Very well, low. Oh, you think so? I mean, still I, top ten though. Yeah, I saw you know decent amount of movies this year. Um, but no, I I mean, coming out of it too, I liked it a lot. I think I liked it more the more I thought on it. I actually watched. I've seen the first half twice. I haven't seen the whole thing twice yet, but um, yeah, I mean, what they were able to do with the story and moving around in time and just the de-aging, getting a performance out of Joe Pesci after however many years of retirement. I mean, it's Scorsese, but still, just everybody across the board was pretty good. Yeah, Um, yeah, just... Not not too much bad to say about it, other than De Niro, them having to act younger when they are so old was came through, and especially that scene that <laughs> we mock all the time of him kicking the, kicking the, the shop owner. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. Hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah, Didn't want to break something, guys. Only yeah. one only one bad scene out of three and a half hours, though. That's pretty. Impressive. Yeah, no, I mean, and yeah. it flew by. Yeah, I mean, the, that the three and a half hours, beautiful. Yeah. Flies by. Loved it. Loved the dialogue. Oh, those dudes! It seems like they're just literally like yeah, like every to each other as friends. The entire a, a like, big thing. Yeah, like, to me, it's together. just like when like there's so many scenes like when they're just like eating together and like talking. Just, you're just like in it. You're yeah. like hanging on every word that they say, and it, it comes off so natural and just so real. And like yeah, yeah, yeah. And just the like I said, the, the thing that really stuck with me was how he ends this movie. Is you know, in the end, it's about what happens after his life after the fact yep. and all the it, this movie's more about repercussions than about you know the actual story or Getting the, the away rise with it. Yeah. you know the rise to greatness and things like that so number seven mine was midsummer number seven you loved it i no, i did not <laughs> but it i didn't see that i didn't think i saw that many good movies in 2018 so i did not love it I, I am on the opposite of you guys, but it's still a top 10 movie for me this year. But it definitely was, I don't know. I didn't I didn't like it nearly as much as, I thought it, there was a lot of times when it was weird for weird sake. And you said that about us. In this movie, there's. But that's he, set in a setting where like. It was meant to, but for me, us, it wasn't like weird for weird sake. It was like. He tried to make it look like it had meaning, but I don't think he actually had meaning behind it. Whereas this one, I feel like everything had a reason for why he uh, did it. The point where they fucking he burns up the thing and they're all trees. What does that have to do with anything? Like what? That's part of a. That's like a ritual, though. That's yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't even talk about it, nor do you ever hear about it until it happens. It's kind of like for me, it's like okay, the farewell. That was like a look into a different mindset that I'm not a part of, and this is like that. It's like. You're for coming from their perspective of these Westerners who have no idea what the fuck is going on and then all these weird things and they kind of, you see her actually embrace it and become part of it and maybe that's kind of showing like becoming like literally a part of like this because yeah, the whole was, Midsummer Festival. For for no yeah. Like when they're all. I don't know. I felt like it had a reason. When the dudes. Yeah. When the dudes when they're she's he's fucking the chick and they're all moaning and shrit like that was so I wanted to skip it, but oh, that yeah I love <laughs> I don't know no it wasn't yeah. even like it wasn't the fact that it was cringeworthy it was just so annoying and I did not like that scene. Uh, what are we on? Seven. Seven. Seven, Joker for me. So, yeah, Joker was one of those that felt like to me like it was kind of like 
I don't know, a Cammy bait. Like it was trying to like an Oscar bait movie. Like it yeah. wanted to be, it wanted to win awards with this movie and it did everything it had to, to do that. And I don't think there was like, I don't think there was like, it wasn't very deep. Like it wanted to seem like they made up an illness. I'm not they, Phoenix to though, like, so I didn't see it. I don't even care to see it. Honestly. Joker. Really? Yeah. Oh, you should watch I it. I hate Joaquin Phoenix. So, he was good in it, yeah. Hey, one of the best actors. Yeah. I hate him since Gladiator, so. Oh my well, God. come on. What have you seen since Gladiator? <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of his movies. Well, I, I, I thought he was, I thought he was great in it. And like, I don't know, just like the message he was trying to send didn't come off very good to me. Like, like people were mean to him and stuff, but it was like over the top to me. I don't, just trying to force you to kind of sympathize with this guy who's not a good guy like he is a bad guy it doesn't matter how many terrible things you go through nothing should drive you to be like literally a terrible person but at the same time i am a huge batman fan and a huge joker fan so like seeing them kind of make it a more realistic approach to the story because i mean the actual origin story of Joker is pretty stupid. <laughs> like yeah. he falls into a vat as the red hood and bleaches his skin white. And then there he is. He's Joker now. Like, so it's like, it felt, it felt really grounded in reality versus like superhero movies that are in general. And it felt when, and I, I'm not going to lie when he said, went onto the set, like right before. And they're like, okay, we're going to introduce you. And he's like, introduce me as Joker. And I'm like, Ooh, gave me that little tingly feeling of nostalgia to be like and he's wearing the purple suit and stuff yeah so i liked it 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 was shot well i mean it the coloring was really nice i liked the outfit the acting it's just it felt i mean like it was trying to me more than it was all right my number six is once upon a time in hollywood from Tarantino's new movie ninth film in his filmography um yeah just a uh as some would call a love letter to hollywood um yeah leo and brad pitt in this movie are both amazing um and just the so just the the nature of it it's like it's definitely doing something different from tarantino's tarantino's Mm -hmm. normal shtick and i liked it a lot and obviously it's shot extremely well done really well everything technically about it looks really well it's tarantino doing tarantino it's it's awesome six six uncut gems that's my number six not as good as good time which isn't necessarily saying much but you know save it what save it i mean don't say too much on it uncut gems yeah oh well i was just saying um adam sandler was fantastic but the rest of it wasn't very good why don't you want to say much about it well because it's going to come back because kyle's going to talk about it oh okay my number six uncut gems (laughs) yeah it was so twin thing going here yeah is your number five five so there we go it's just uncut gems in a row here so i mean we talked about it slightly last episode so kind of yeah i mean quite pretty much just listen to that yeah no you guys talked about it i didn't talk about it Oh, yeah. Oh, it was first episode one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't talk about um, Oh, yeah. So I should talk. Well, <laughs> I liked it a lot. liked it even more after thinking about it. And I think even though going back, at, if you're looking at just ratings, it is lower than some of the other movies I already mentioned, which is the first time I've ever done this. But 
I already know it's going to get bumped up on a rewatch. Can't wait to rewatch it again. Just haven't had the time. It's still in theater, so that's why I haven't had the opportunity to. But um, Yeah, Uncut. It was, I mean, it was good. But like we all said, well, you guys probably said it, and we all mentioned it after seeing it. Was after seeing it, we the talked pacing, about it. Yeah. The pacing issues were just a little, mm-hmm. I, I felt drawn out at times. Like it was all really drawn out, and they... I don't know. I felt like sometimes you. I felt like his character was. They were trying to paint him, too many different ways. Like he was a family guy, but was a cheating guy, and then never well, really, you know, the, like. The broad strokes. And it just made he's me just like. A bad guy. He's, he's not a good guy. Not a good guy. And it just yeah. But then you like. Like they made it, like sometimes they made it seem like he was a good guy. I don't know. I just felt like. Yeah, I mean, I can. Yeah, I mean. He's a bad guy. He's he's a guy that has this huge problem with gambling and addiction or whatever. But like, even if you're, let's say you're addicted to whatever, you're a piece of shit. But you have a family. You still love your family. Like, I mean. But sometimes it may seem like you didn't love totally his family. Totally like unredeemable because then you wouldn't even root for him. Like, the the best thing that they do is that he is so unlikable and so unredeemable. But in the last scene. You're totally rooting you for him. Still to win the yeah. You still like, feel bad, yeah. You still feel bad. You want him to win even yep. though he's this total asshole. Yep, I agree. That's why it was good, right? Well, I yeah. just no, I didn't I it's I I don't think I wanted him to win because of him. I think I wanted him to win because I hated the other guys more. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Not that I was like, "Hey, I want I like his character and I want him to succeed." It was like I didn't like the other people. Yeah. I just wish it was a little bit shorter. For yeah. me, just like, cut off like, especially with like the cinematography, like it's yeah. beautiful in its like own right. Almost. Like it's beautiful in its own right. And it has a purpose. Like it's super close up. It's just uncomfortable the whole time. But like for that, for that long, it's like, yeah, it's I almost felt cross-eyed <laughs> like at some yeah. parts. Cause I'm like, what is going Maybe on? A head rush for but sure. yeah, I like, I mean, I'm Sandler was a copy paste great. as good time. Safety brothers kept. Definitely have. Uh, they have their style. Their niche, they yeah. are, and yeah, if they keep doing the exact same films, they they're gonna keep. If they do it, if they do a similar again, then yeah, then this is literally gonna, like yeah. what this was gambling in that gem. Good time was money and his brother and acid and weird shit. I mean, just the feeling is yeah. I mean, the story I think is pretty different, but the feeling is very similar. Plus, the score and just like how yeah, they, how was, it's crafted and everything. It so. feels like. A sequel. It makes it feel more similar. <laughs> Almost, than it is. Yeah. Like if you take the plots, like it's it's very different, but the feeling of both the feeling of yeah. Did you ever? Did similar. you finally watch? Yep, it I did. Yeah. So I liked it. Was it. Similar. Yeah, I liked it better too. The pacing was better. Well, yeah. it's an, it's like a half hour, forty five minutes so. shorter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the problem. So I said my number five because yep. I was on Cut Gems. So yep. you're gonna go right back to you. <laughs> yep, mine was Wild Rose. I talked I about didn't. it last episode. You guys definitely need to watch it. I didn't think it was 2019. Go ahead and talk about it. It was. I, I looked it up because I didn't think so either. Okay. And I think it was like a, it was like a, because it was obviously a foreign film, so I didn't think it mm-hmm. made it to, and it was even on like a, a different site I looked up and it said June 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. We yeah. talked about it. I talked about episode, it last so. time, but yeah, this was just a, it was a really good feel good movie. Yeah. My number five is Marriage Story. So... Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, both great. I mean, I find, I did watch it. So. Oh it'll yeah. It'll be on both of ours. So. Yeah, it'll be coming up. So we'll talk about. <laughs> oh okay. Brief. Keep it brief. You can. I mean, I loved it. I I can't. It was one of those movies you watch and you're like, I don't really have anything to complain about 
I mean, yeah, exactly. which is why it's so high. It's not even my type of movie, really. That's why Wild Roses for me. Yeah, it's not my type like of movie, but like one, for the genre it's in, it's like perfect, I guess. It's, yeah, so there. So number four for me is Highlight. Wow. <laughs> that's one that's kind of divisive too, I look like. Very, yeah. very divisive. Yeah, um, just recently watched this but me man, too this today movie finish it today. makes you feel some type of ways for sure existential dread anxiety all those good feelings that you love kind of like a nightingale yeah no, I didn't that's feel what it... anything during nightingale well you're wrong <laughs> yeah well you're what you feel is wrong so um i just thought high life was like a not like it wasn't a good executed it was a worse executed interstellar you didn't even finish it by the way and was distracted watching for it's series. hard well get make a movie that yeah. makes me want to watch it in one sitting <laughs> oh boy can't even get into it with you it's only an uh, hour 50 minutes yeah no it's no it's it's another it's movie great. that's weird for weird sake too no definitely not yeah it has some uh just weird concepts but it all works and it jumps between a couple different time periods and what it says about the setting it has a setting and then what it's able to say by using that setting about humanity and everything is just really interesting and if you haven't seen it definitely check it out oh i have not seen it it's on it's my list it's on I prime would, so i, yeah, I just watched it. it yeah four or five times to get all i can out of this movie Oof. it yeah you Oof. need it so okay four. 1917 was number four and like it like this is even more to the fact that we were not bashing it last episode it definitely sounded like we were but it just was like we yeah. all we all said Beautiful. it was not what we thought it'd be, but doesn't make doesn't take away from the fact that it was still a good movie, and good film. And Robert Deakins is obviously, or Roger Deakins, I mean, a magician. Yep. I still so, like think about that says, shot know? over the mud, like the water that was on the ground. How'd they do that without like, like they obviously didn't step in it, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? When there's like a, right yeah, at the beginning when they go, on how they made it, you can probably. I need to watch that. Right when they go over the trench, like near the beginning, they go down and there's that big pu- like the lake almost. Yeah. yeah, and then they're walking on the opposite side. Oh yeah, and it the camera goes straight across it, but obviously it's not hitting, the, causing ripples or anything, and it's like low to it. Amazing. Anyway, we talked well, about you, that. Like, if you watch a making of, they they CGI a lot of things out. So like, oh, so like the scene, hard, the though. scene where he's running 300 yards, those are you. If you watch the, them filming it, it has blast pads that are above ground, that you can't see in the movie. They're oh, like right. these yeah. white explosives. So you can, they could probably have edited out the ripples. Oh, I also heard when he got uh, ran into that was real. Like, I told you it was. <laughs> like the people, it looked real, but no, like the I actress def- accidentally ran into him and they just kept it. I know, it. the dude was laying on the ground. He got yeah. nailed. He went he, I mean, the, the actor got oh, like taken out. Yeah. So <laughs> if you look at the guy that hit him, he's on the ground laying like in pain. Yeah, no, those were accidents. Apparently. And then two, it happened twice. Allegedly, they were accidents. So there we go. So four or three. No, no you're four. four. And it, we already talked about it. It was Irishman. So oh, okay. I got nothing more to add there. I'll correct this. I'll correct it for number two, but I'm going to have to change. I'm just going to have to move the numbers on my list. I, did, I already did that mid You're going to retcon right now? Not, not retcon. I'm, everything's going to have to be pushed back one. Which means... Midsummer is going to be not in the top ten. I'm sorry. 
number 11, but I'll, I'll get to it. Next because time. of 1917? No, there's something uh, that is not on the list. I, I, I don't know how I completely, I wanted 1917 on my list, it's, but, it's but not. okay. I know where, oh. I know where it should be already. So it's not yeah. a big deal. I'm just bumping everything back one spot. Anyway, number three, marriage story. Oh no, that's my number three too. Okay, good. So number three, both of us, marriage story. Yep. No Baumach, just yeah, amazing performances. Can't there's almost nothing bad to say about it. Like the only things that we had were super super small nitpicks and just yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I can get a blemish in it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I just loved. I talked talked to one of you guys about it the other day, Scarlett Johansson's scene where it's like I, I want I don't even I didn't clock it. I don't know how long it was when when she's talking to her lawyer. And it's literally, yeah. it felt like 10 minutes of her just talking. Yeah, very, very And I'm long like, geez. Oh, like, I love that. When she, that. you're talking about when she went to brush her, like, what was she doing? She walked in the bathroom and stuff? No, this is what she. She, she meets Laura Dern for the first yeah. time. Yeah. She walks to the kitchen. Yeah, she walks to the kitchen and gets a water and oh, she's right, still yeah. talking. Yeah, that was so she's like, good. And she's like acting out and yeah. then sits down. Yeah. Going off on tangents. Yeah, that was. When you try to tell, like, your whole life story, it's, you know, like you keep going off on all these And that felt so real. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah, with I think him in general is that like the talking scenes are so real feeling. And that like, was one people of my favorite will, things about souvenir. Yeah, like people will talk over each other. Like people will like I mean, it's a it's like real right. It feels real. Yeah. Like you watch that movie, you're like, Yeah, you can almost relate to like some of the things in it. Oh, like absolutely. everybody can. Like the some of the things they fight about and stuff, you're like, Yeah, I've had that. <laughs> like yeah. been there. Like and if that's what one of, I didn't bring it up, but it, it made me think of it in, in the souvenir, a very, very real conversations. And I think that that really separated it, and that's what made crack it into my top 10 because just such a good conversational mm-hmm. movie. And like they even stutter and they'll like repeat themselves or like, yeah, it was so good. And it just yeah. honestly felt like they gave, got a very loose script of what to say and they just kind of went with talked. it. Yep. We're on three. Yep. Birds of passage. Okay, that's actually my number three also, which I know I just said was Marriage Story, but remember, I'm bumping in back. (laughs) Let me just recap real quick. Ten, Dragged Across Concrete. Nine, Little Women. Eight, The Irishman. Seven, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Six, Uncut Gems. Five, High Life. Four, Marriage Story. Three, Birds Birds of of Passage. So I can talk about this then. Yeah, since we'll it's your, it. yeah. we have not talked about this yet. <laughs> and I don't, I, I haven't it. heard it though. So I just I watched it, it also. So oh try and keep my it as, god! As spoiler free as you can. We won't spoil. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is beautiful to watch. It's in like a like an, a whole different type of like culture and stuff that you never is it a see. A YU. Uh, yeah, I think it is. is yeah, it, it is. It's it Colombian, is. I think. It's, yeah. Colombian. It's in, it's in Spanish. So. Yeah. Well, Spanish and like uh, they, it's a, YQ. Yeah, it's like YU or something. YU, yeah. So like they, it's yeah, pretty much centered around like this, this, this tribe that is trying to remain intact, like and keep all of their traditions alive. And it's set in, I think it starts in 69. So yeah, ends in like 80. Yeah. So it's like right around the time where, you know, the drug trade is starting and that whole thing, that whole, uh, that war starts. The marijuana bonanza. Yeah. In Colombia and it takes over the land or whatever, but they have at this point, Colombia already has, um, people that are not Aborigines from there. So like they are called in like the Europeans. So they have those people living there plus the tribes. And so you think like when you when you think about it from like a Westerner's point of view, it's like just 
they seem like they're the same almost, but then like when you really get down to it, it's like, no, they're completely different and they live completely different lives. Mm-hmm. And like they go at war with each other because of this. Yeah. Oh, so, t- do you want me to do two now? Yeah. Cause it's your okay. turn. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So anyway, I had to move mine down. So Wait, my number two, what was your three? Cause well, we both had, story. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, me and him had three. Oh, we right. both had three. We had six. Was, we had two sixes and five. Oh, three. that's right, because Kyle messed up everything. Yes, yeah. I messed up. I did. Okay. <laughs> so, Young Cut Gems was actually six? Correct. So, we all picked so we a all six. Look at that. This is the film that I can't believe I didn't have it on there. And I think I know why it wasn't on my letterbox. But anyway, point is number two, Parasite. Oh, yeah. Bong Joon Ho. He's a master. Top of his game. Yeah. I love Snowpiercer. Um, he did Snowpiercer. Yep. Great movie. How it looks, all the set design, I mean, everything about it. So brisk. Like, it's perfect. That's a perfectly paced movie. Yeah. <laughs> Even the montage is, like, perfect. Yeah. Did you hear? Because, like, uh, Bong Joon Ho, he actually is, like, he does the storyboard based on how he wants it edited. So, like, he is part of the editing process, too, because he, that's how far in depth he goes into, like, how he wants his movie to play out. Like, right. And that's why they're all so good. Yeah. yeah. So that's my actual number two. Yeah. My, number, my number two is Irishman. My number two is Lighthouse. We can probably See? all talk about it. Because <laughs> our number one is That's Lighthouse. my number one. <laughs> my number one's Parasite. So oh, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. So I had those slid, Those are easy ones for one and two. I knew one and two were good. I haven't seen Parasite. I probably would have put it. Those could probably be flipped. I mean, for I me, flip, I, I either no easily. But for me, I just picked parasite cause... you saw it after or no you saw lighthouse after yeah i mean interesting yeah i can't those could go either way yeah, honestly we about the lighthouse last episode just uh, yeah i went I, I on my whole theories and yeah, everything of that theories of it like the academy ratio actually does the movie a service you know black and white is suits it it's not like some gimmick that they use it's like fits the movie perfectly not too long like you're totally enthralled the whole time even though it's two people yeah, just two people. The only other people you <laughs> see are as they're leaving. Exactly. Or yeah, and the mermaid was. Oh, the mermaid. Be the only yeah. other... It's not a person though. Well, <laughs> the only other actor and actress yeah. in the movie. Yeah, both of those amazing movies. And then any I, year they come out. I actually have out. a number uh, one. Number one. Um, sidebar is Threat Level Midnight by Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It was released this year. It was released this year. Threat level midnight. Do you want to do a quick uh, recap, real quick? Just yeah. Ten yep. one. Ten. Director Ross Concrete. Number nine. Little Women. Eight. The Irishman. Seven. Once a time. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Six. Uncut Gems. Five. High Life. Four. Marriage Story. Three. Birds of Passage. Two. Parasite. Number one. The Lighthouse. I can't believe we all agreed on Uncut Gems. Yeah, that's at the exact weird. same spot too. <laughs> that's, that's pretty wild. weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ten to nine. Uh, Souvenir was number ten. Nine was Nightingale. Eight us, seven midsummer, six uncut gems, five wild rose, four nineteen seventeen, three marriage story, two Irishman, one lighthouse. All right, and I got ten beach bum, nine midsummer, eight farewell, seven Joker, six uncut gems, five marriage story, four Irishman, three birds of passage, two the lighthouse, and one parasite. It is the farewell. Yeah, I meant the farewell. <laughs> uh, if you type in farewell, different movie pops up, and it's not uh, the right one. 
So real quick, I just want to touch on some movies that I didn't get a chance to see that I think had the potential to be on the list. So just real quick, uh, The Souvenir, Manos, Last Black Man in San Francisco, The Farewell, A Hidden Life, Pain and Glory, Jojo Rabbit, Ford v. Ferrari, Waves, Honey Boy, Dark Waters, Bombshell, and Two Popes. Yeah, don't don't have that many. Do you guys have any? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, Parasite. Yep, that There's a Passage, The Farewell. Um... You said one other one that I wanted, but but what was the f- like first three that you said? Souvenir, Manos, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, Last Black Man, we just kind of started tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which I think I uh, you know definitely want to finish it and uh, you know I'll keep editing my I'll keep editing my list as uh, as I fit these in when they become available or when I get a chance to see them. Jacob, did you have, Do you any? have anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I wanted to see Little Women. Which could oh, yeah. easily made this list. Um, Invisible Life was one. I don't know if you guys heard about that one at all. The Two Popes also. I want to see Knives Out. I don't know if that would have made the list or not. But Did you say Art of Self Defense? I didn't say it. Um. Yeah. The anyway, The Souvenir, Pain and Glory, uh, Manos was one. High Life, Transit. Hagazusa. Oh, I, I, I want to see that one. <laughs> I and, don't think it would make my top, but... It, and then... Uh, oh, no, it was just something I wanted to see. Yeah. And then Honeyland. All right. So I had quite a few that I still need to watch. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that does it. Top 10 of 2019. Um, big, big weight off the shoulder. What? I was stressing about this. <laughs> Put, um, putting some in, putting taking some out. I, felt, I was yeah, like, oh, I just need to get it over with. Like I said, that was just a small list of movies that I think would make it. And then there's always hidden gems out there that, you know, you really connect with or you really love, even though they're not in a lot of people's top tens or, or you know, not they just haven't been widely seen or something like that. So there's even more 2019 releases that um, that I want to see that, that might make it on there. You know, if I go to my list, I think I've only seen 52 um, 2019 releases, which, uh, you know, only averages out to be about a movie. A week from this year so my goal for 2020 is gonna be 100 120 20 releases. i also did you do we say i heard i keep seeing this pop up and it's um it's a movie with um uh antonio banderas yeah, oh did you say yeah, that pain and yeah, glory okay yeah that's the one that's i always on forget list, the name yeah. Of it. yeah yeah pedro Almodovar. that one in transit that's on my yeah yeah that was so. uh anyone see atlantics he started it. I started it, and... What do you think? <laughs> it was weird. I don't think it's my kind of movie. I agree. I um, did. I gave it a three, but... Yeah, I like, I probably, when I if I finish it out, it's probably around where I was at, and I got to the whole supernatural, paranormal aspect of it, and I still wasn't into it. That was, like, my least favorite part. Yeah. Honestly, and, yeah. And I was, like... I liked how it was filmed. I liked how interesting, like, the area, and which I've never seen a movie about that, yeah, like, and, uh, made in Africa. Dakar, yeah, I Dakar. Think, yeah. And I liked the vibe of, like, the weird tower that was yeah, there. Yeah, was, all those shots were... Yeah, really everything cool. was cool, but, yeah, I agree. I was, like, I was, I was like, when does this end? <laughs> By the end of it, I'm, like, ugh. Yeah. I was so, kind of... I just respect it, tried to rate it objectively for what it was, but like it wasn't for me. And I watched it at such a bad time because we were cramming so hard to fit all these movies. Yeah, I just watched this like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, I was cramming so hard that like I, I was at a point where 
I was really tired, and then I, I couldn't finish it. I was like, I don't think it's going to make it in the top ten. I'm just going to stop it. It wouldn't. I'll, I'll rewatch it in the future when I have fresh set eyes. And, it's, you know. yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's, it wouldn't be, trust me. Let's talk about uh, other things that we watched. So we'll uh, we'll talk underwater real quick, and Jacob can pull up his list of what else he's watched. So, well, yeah, well, cause Jacob, did you plan on seeing underwater? Um, I wanted to, but, I mean, I, I don't. Is there something that's like a twist or something in it? No, uh, it looks pretty no, straightforward to me. Yeah, if you watch the trailer, then you get the whole. Thing. Yeah. There's like a small reveal at the end, but it's like it's you like, kind of you were expecting it the whole time. It's like the abyss with a monster, right? It's like yeah. gravity meets <laughs> abyss meets. Well, don't say gravity. I a- like to gravity. Alien. No, but the the feeling of like. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, so underwater. The pressure. Directed by William Eubank, uh, known for Love and The Signal. Yep. Um, which I like Signal a lot yeah, actually. He's, he's, yeah. all of his movies are pretty mixed and it always seems to be split right down the middle same thing with Underwater it always sits at around a 50% or so um, so yeah I don't know what about it why he can't like break into go like a just couldn't finish it to a, yeah like this was missing uh, well, everything just had, missed I something. feel like a lot of problems I think this was his biggest budget by far to work with yeah I think it was 80 million yeah, and I mean, Love and The Signal or Signal were pretty indie. Low, signal is definitely small pretty movies. small. And yeah, didn't that have Pam in it? <laughs> Pam Beasley? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Uh, I'm not for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this one goes goes bigger, but it definitely could have been tightened up. Oh like, my goodness, it could have been a lot that better. It was long, and it felt long. Like, there are certain scenes that are drawn out. You're like, why are you drawing this yeah. portion out? Like, I they're agree. crawling through, like, a small space. They kept Nothing looking. about it feels claustrophobic. Like, that. that's the whole point, is you're underwater. They never give you an idea of of how deep you really are. Right. Like, you should feel, like, the ocean is honestly scary as shit. I hate the ocean. And you should feel that fear and that depth oh, when you're cool. that yeah. deep. But they never portray that. I thought I, I, thought I would get, because ocean's, like, my biggest fear, and right. I thought I would fear it more than... Yeah, so they, they, they set these things up and just like none of it's ever, you're never feeling like that tension or anything like that. And a lot of it's just, you know, stupid jump scares and. It was, I don't think there was, I don't think it was over. I don't think there was a, like an egregious amount of, an egregious uh, amount of jump scares. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't scary at all, obviously. You no, know, it's. Horror or t- terror more than. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, more than not, like not actual scary, you know. But, um. Just some of those things that like felt like could have been cut completely or draw out other things that that make sense to draw out like the descent like the either ascension or descension while they're going when pressure is changing things like that like those scenes are so short it's like that's a big deal to do that but they just it's so short you never feel any of that what you're supposed to be feeling yeah. and other scenes are drawn out where they're like crawling through this this little tunnel or whatever and they just get through on the other side completely fine it's twice so odd <laughs> I'm the smallest. Let me go through. <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean they do something on the second part for sure, like you know playing with the whole cable. I definitely yeah the second. Feature. I think I think the the second half was a lot better than the first half of the movie. Yeah, once it picks the up, third like, act was like pretty yeah pretty good. Um, it gets yeah it gets a little bit better, but still everything, just the just the writing with the characters and like oh characters were boring. Yeah, there's no. There's no development or anything there. Nope. It's, nope. You don't boring. feel anything for any of them. Nothing. You don't feel connections between any of them. Yeah. You know? It's just 
I mean, it is what it is. This this movie it was filmed three years ago, and it's been sitting in a dark room for a reason. <laughs> so, I mean, I would, I don't, I think that I would recommend people seeing it. I would not. <laughs> but I don't think I would it, say. Well, here's the thing: if you've seen everything else in theaters, like if you've already seen 1917, and you've seen everything, or there's not really much else right now. Yeah, so um, go see it. <laughs> so if you're gonna go to a theater and you want some, you know, creature feature, then the grudge it is. Then the grudge it is. <laughs> yeah, I heard the grudge is worse than this, so it's. You yeah, know. I think everyone says that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said you thought Christopher Stewart did fine. I thought she was kind of bad. She falls back no, into her she... twilight. One lip one yeah. Face. No, I just I just felt like I think that she was able to like cuz you obviously know there's some type of past cuz there's no people don't do something like that without like I felt like running from something. I felt like she was running from something you just don't know exactly what it was. And That's the whole great. time she just is very like so like, it's like Blair Witch. Her opening monologue, what are you talking about? Her opening monologue is he was always glass half full. I'm a yeah, so but you don't like leave your fiance <laughs> like, to go to go seven miles in the. Yeah, so obviously it was something like with, a, something. with a, a relationship. Like I just feel like she had a very hard exterior. Yeah, and then and she, that was her and character. The only thing, the only reveal is that we find out that he, that he died. So what what does that reveal about her character? I'm just saying she had like a hard exterior. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for spoiling says, it. Now in just the kidding. beginning, which she says that, in the beginning, that, that, yeah. she's like ah, the thing about being a pessimist is. You never get your hopes up, or you never get let down. I'm like, okay. So she wasn't let down then. She didn't yeah. care. I, right. Which is just supposed to be that she's this way because she lost someone. But anyway, character's not good. I mean, really, the best thing was the. It was better than Star creatures. Wars. I'll admit mm. that right now. Better than Star Wars. And even if you can say <laughs> comparable, that's still saying something. Which means you're gonna give this higher than a two point five. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for my scale. <laughs> okay. I gave it higher. Yeah. Like, I gave... It's like, like it's I a would, 50 instead of a 48. It's like a 52. <laughs> 50, like a 52, 53. See, so, ending, right in the middle of the, two and a half. The other thing is, the ending, the bigger reveal, like... I thought it was pretty been fucking cool dope. If, yeah, but it would have been even better is if they, like, had some, like, mythos... intertwined in the story and they didn't right they just kept saying oh this this earthquake or whatever yeah oh we drilled too deep and then they don't we shouldn't be messing we're in their land yeah which and did you see when she opened the captain's locker from the first drill site wait did you see the pictures in the back wasn't that did they show like that was where that's where she could so she went from Shepard and that was showing the pipelines to no yeah you're talking about the map not the map there was another picture I thought they like like the younger version of him. N- no, I thought that he knew what really was oh. out there. Oh, I don't know. And I thought I, I saw that. like a picture of it in this. I didn't catch that. I maybe I don't know, but then he did like that's what I'm saying though is they, it seemed like that was there and maybe they had that put into the movie. This movie's probably been edited ten times. Oh right yeah, because it's been. I want to so see so the ago. director's cut though. Yeah, I want to see the William Eubank cut. <laughs> I do sure. too. I heard it's way better, but they're keeping it sealed up. Yeah, every movie. Three that, more years. Every movie we'll that fails it. with audiences. Hey, there's a director's cut that you didn't. It's know somewhere about. with the Snyder cut there's for this, Superman vs. Batman. Cut. Rise of Skywalker would be better if you had the Abrams cut. Three years from now, we'll get the, the real, the, the real, the real story. Underwater too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I mean, for me, 
not worth not worth the price of admission, but star ratings? Two and a half. Two and a half. All right, I'm going one and a half. Oh my goodness, to say that Star Wars is better is asinine. All right, then I'll go. Again. <laughs> Art of Self-Defense? Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? No? No, man? All right, well, I finally caught up with it because they put it on Hulu, and I thought it might make my top ten. Very, very, very oh, close. Because I loved this movie. I thought it was really funny. Like, someone else described it as Yorgos, Yorgos Lanthimos meets Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, and you that said would be that. The Art of Self-Defense. It was... <laughs> It's not like, um, it's not super showy or anything, which it's not supposed to be. It's just, you know, pretty cut and dry. And the movie is very dry humor about it. But it just really works with everything. And the there's some flashes of, you know, violence in this as well. And it just, yeah, I mean, you can kind of see, I think I could kind of see what was coming anyway. But it's still like, it's not something where you, it happens and then you're like, oh, that saw that coming a mile away and then it ruins it it still just totally works with everything and yeah i hope you guys oh i'll just keep it brief not spoil it because then uh if you guys watch it we can talk about it more yeah i think there's i guess you would I like it a lot jacob i'll add it to my list so let's talk about next episode then 2019 is done yep moving on moving on see you 2019 hello 2020 What's shit out? films yeah what's coming next gentlemen guys? is next week that's which, the 24th yeah. that's gonna be in theaters yeah by the time by next weekend yeah it's the 19th alright then I think that's <laughs> pretty easy I'm down a, I think that's the only thing uh gentlemen or the turning no if you wanna see a shitty scary movie no <laughs> I think we're saying the gentleman for sure yeah it's, big, mm-hmm. it's gonna be the biggest release Sky Ritchie so it's definitely worth talking about it's totally whether opposite. good or bad <laughs> yeah exactly we're going with a we're going with the clear head though alright so we're gonna say the gentleman next week for sure mm-hmm. as far as some updates um you can still follow the Facebook page but we are officially on Spotify and iTunes now Suds and Cinema should be able to find us uh we'll post some links to the Facebook page because I'm not sure how the search is working right now because we're brand new. There's only two episodes. There's going to be three soon um, as far as searching goes. Not sure how that works. But now that we're on those things, we can start getting some reviews in. That will help uh, raise awareness. Yeah, it will help boost you up, basically. Um, so just getting some reviews in on both of those sites. I have a letterbox. Yeah, Josh, I, I, yeah. Josh Wait, I, don't, I didn't Saldana. even follow you yet on that. Josh so. underscore Saldana. I'm at the KG Project. Jacob. JSAL517. JSAL517. Alright, yeah. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a listen. Everything. Alright. Peace. <laughs>